1: Yo We're talking Jade Catapreta on Rebel radio. Guys, Jade Catapretta is on Rebel radio. So thank you ve. Did fuck you Josh.
0: What's up? This is Rebel Radio? What up, What up? This is DJ Newmark. <laughs> this is Tina Wolf.
2: It's your boy. It's okay.
0: Keep checking out Rebel radio.
1: Rebel radio. This is
2: Rebel radio.
1: Ooh. We're in the place right here. Oh. Rebel radio is going down. Uh-huh. would
0: you say Rebel radio? Oh wait, let's do it again. Rebel radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio, the weekly show where I talk to the Rebels that are shaping youth culture. We find out how they do it, why they do it, and what you can do to get a little piece of the pie for yourself. We're also the only show to bring you new music every week from our friends over at EDM.com. I'm your host, Josh Levine. My guest this week is the funny, talented, uh, something else in there, Jade Catapreta. She's a comedian, actress, uh, Brazilian-American And she's got some great stories about how um, she's building her her brand and her business in both brazil and the u.s and how the markets are different and how she's been able to adapt her style for different audiences she also has some great stories about um, just having having her crew that has her back and she has theirs and and the importance of that which i think is true for probably all of us i hope you'll join us for this one right after the edm.com track of the week Yo, that was Pozanti with Good People, the EDM.com track of the week. If you like that one, get over to EDM.com, check out more new music, and let's get into the interview with Jade Catapreta.
1: So, tell me a little bit about the show, like what you guys do. I, I, I did like a little minimal minimal stalking.
0: Cool. Uh, That's how we like it.
1: Yeah.
0: No, the show's just about people that are doing cool things for a living. Oh, sweet. And it's mostly music, art. Yeah. A little bit of comedy. Yeah. Um,
1: Musical comedy.
0: It can be. Or musical art. Yeah. I don't even know what that would be.
1: Well, yesterday I went to see, have you guys seen the robot arm thing downtown? No. Fucking incredible. Go see it. Really? Yeah. It's this installation. It's these huge robot arms and they do this like light show. It was worth it. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. Never heard of it. Yeah, see, that's
1: the thing. I feel like they don't get... People live within their own kind of niche, and then we never really explore.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing about L.A. How long have you been here?
1: Almost 13 years. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: You know, there's this thing of, like, there's all kind of shit going on in different pockets that if you're not, if that's not your scene or you're not in that part of the city, you don't even know about it.
1: Yeah, that's why. Well, I don't want to date any comic ever again. That's, like, my number... So now when I date people, that's the the way that I kinda get into like you learn about a new thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why will you not date comics?
1: I dated a comic for almost eight years.
0: Yeah. And
1: the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: No, I you know, it's just I think there's just one headshot per relationship, I think that should be the rule. Is that right? Yeah. Just got to be too much. It's just too much all the time. Yeah. And so yeah, it was it's nice to have some a normie.
0: Uh-huh. A normie, you know. Sure. Whoever's gonna
1: date me is not gonna be normal, but
0: Really? Yeah. What kind of guys do you like?
1: Um, I don't really have a type. I'm pan. So I feel like I really like people. And I like people that are like, uh, I like calmer energies than mine, which is not hard to find.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you seem pretty upbeat. I'm blah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where where is that from?
1: Uh, My, my intense, my Uh intensity. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think I've always been like kind of a precautious kind of like person just like running around. Okay. I'm a duck. Uh, you know, on top, I'm, like, smooth riding, and then oh, underneath, the... my paws are just like...
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like but that. I think that's why I'm analogy. a big pothead. Really?
1: Yeah, because I just need breaks for my own fucking mind all mm. the time.
0: I can't smoke weed. Why? Oh, because I... it, it makes me feel shitty. Oh, it does? Yeah. Not good, yeah. Like every time.
1: Really? Every time? Yeah. Food, edible, everything?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't... I, I stopped trying. Yeah. Long... So you just
1: do cocaine now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny.
0: I heard. I was listening. I was listening to you on a few different podcasts. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot. Oh no, uh, I
1: never listened to them. So. Oh yeah. yeah. No, of course. because yeah.
0: Why would you? Um, People listen and they're like, it? "Ah,
1: I said some funny shit." Uh, like, no.
0: That's weird. Um, but uh, but it's funny like that. It, it just struck me. You were saying something about smoking weed, and I just thought like, it's so funny that you know now weeds everywhere, right? It's legal and it's you know. And even before it was legal, it was still like, but no one would, no one sits around on podcasts talking about using cocaine or heroin or like any other drug. Yeah. But like, you know, drinking and weed.
1: Well, the, like, I think weed should, or marijuana like should be ruled out of the whole like drug thing because it's medicinal to the point now where people are, you know, self-medicating in a way that's really healthy. And even mushrooms, like I'm really a big mushroom person. Sure. Big advocate. Yeah. For people taking mushrooms and just kind of like, I'm not talking about like going crazy and like hallucinating and like right. being naked in the woods and stuff. Which do it as well, but I think just really like knowing yourself and taking a little bit instead of taking these drugs that are like cut with soap and chemicals and well,
0: sure, you know, yeah. like
1: cocaine is disgusting, you know.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, Resulting I'm saying like, <laughs> well, I think like all of these things have benefits yeah. and side effects. Of course, right, and you know cocaine was used medicinally at certain points, you know yeah. you can still get the coca leaves in in Peru if you're you know marching up the mountain, whatever right you're like, like let's hike
1: up so we can just fucking <laughs> so spray <we> down <laughs> exactly chewing on leaves
0: and so I'm not I, like I don't really have a strong stance yeah i'm just I just find it interesting that the the lines that we draw. About what we'll talk about and what we won't.
1: Yeah. it's and, Yeah, it's funny because cocaine's like sort of this taboo. Like, yeah, oh, you wouldn't be like, oh, we
0: were out last night. Doing, doing... cocaine. Yeah, yeah it's
1: kind of shameful. Yeah. You're like in a bathroom. It's
2: disgusting. <laughs>
0: For sure.
1: You know, I was like just in a bathroom snorting some soap. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, and, you know, there's a lot of things happening too with cocaine. Like, you know, I mean, I think about all the times I've been like yeah. buying drugs from children in Mexico, you know? so
0: Yeah. Those kids are The best. <laughs>
1: That's why they sell you gum, too, because you're all coked out and you're like, "I need gum."
0: I went, we were in Cabo, and like, and yeah, it was like midnight and there's yeah. five-year-olds are selling us gum, and I was just like, Can you go home and go to bed?" That's like, why where, why and... is there not somebody getting you to sleep?"
1: Their parents are probably putting them out on the street.: and then, to work. Well, No, of course, they yeah. Are. Yeah, yeah. which is the saddest part. Yeah. The kids in Brazil are pretty scary, too, are they? Oh yeah. I'm scared of teenagers the
0: teenagers are scary period yeah they're just horrible people
1: yeah and i was no i was saying in australia too that horrible thing happened this morning total shootout oh yeah like i think like 50 people
0: let's bring it way down and just talk about you know i
1: I turn on the radio for one minute hoping to listen to some music and then like right away
0: like
1: yeah let's go back to cocaine
0: Yeah, this podcast is all about mass shootings. Mass shootings. People dying. Terrible people. Memorials. Let's bring
1: it back. That's awesome. No, sorry to bring it down. Things are good.
0: Hey, let's talk about you.
1: Oh, sick. My favorite.
0: (laughs) How did you get started doing comedy?
1: I moved to L.A. wanting to be an actor. I went to Emerson. Really like very musical theater background. Like wanted to be on Broadway. Still do. Um, And then I got a job at National Lampoon. Oh, cool. We, remember when they were like a network before they got raided? No. Um, and it, it was like a, they had a college humor show online when YouTube was just starting. And it was me and Kato Kalen. I don't oh, mean to he's... name drop so early in the interview. But um, uh, the guy who wrote on that show, Sandy Danto, is a comic. Uh-huh. And one of my best friends, he was like, you should really try stand-up. You have kind of that rhythm. Yeah. And at the time, I hadn't done it, but I had seen a lot of ex- Emerson, like Liza Schlesinger, Bill Burr, all these people had gone there. Uh-huh. At the point, at that point, I was like, I'd rather kill a baby, but let's do it. And then uh, went to the comedy store, and it was just a bunch of homeless dudes doing it at what awesome. felt like yeah. So I was like, I can do this. I have so a like, home. Open mic.
2: <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. And
1: then I got a job working bartending at the comedy store right away. Yeah. And just kind of learned everything there, met everyone there. Bobby Lee was the first guy to take me on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after, I met Kevin Nealon there. who I've been on the road with. I'm with him this weekend. Nice. On the road and what Alberta. was your
0: first night on stage like?
1: Incredible. Yeah. That's always what it's like for stand-ups. The first night, yeah, yeah. there's That's so much adrenaline. Right. And then you chase that stand-up dragon for the rest of your career yeah. that one night. Yeah. Mine was a bringer show in the belly room. Uh-huh. And it was this woman called Crazy Cindy. Okay. And the mic just always smelled because she was just like intense. And uh, it was a bringer show. You know, the bringer yeah, shows. And maybe belly, you got to
0: bring people. You got to bring people to, bring people
1: yeah. to yeah, get yeah. up. So it's, it's miserable because there's like 17 people on the lineup. and. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how you start, you know. If you can't just do open mics, yeah. Um, and then I just I fell in love pretty quickly, yeah. And I wouldn't say but fall in love. You've been on actually. stage,
0: you, So you were a dancer. I was a up, dancer right? and
1: I did musical theater and acting. So, okay. so you you're know.
0: comfortable on stage already.
1: You know, I was comfortable on stage, but I wasn't comfortable as myself. Yeah, I mean, it's. A I different... feel like that just started like last year.
0: Sure. That's About a ten thing. years in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like, well, was there a moment? When you're like, oh, I got this.
1: You know, the moment was when I went back to Brazil and I started doing it in Portuguese. Yeah. And I was eating such hard shit. Uh-huh. And then I came back here and I was like, oh, I have the full language here. Like, I have a full vocabulary to work yeah. with. So I think that's when it really turned for me, which is crazy It took me so long. Some is- people are really comfortable from the start.
0: Sure. Really know themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's hard having always been in character. Yeah. To co- kind of make that transition. I
1: think it's... You know, people think it's like, oh, acting and comedy, it's like one in one, but it's really such a different thing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. And I think it is difficult. It has been difficult for me sometimes when I get frustrated about, like, why am I not further along? You know, like in that kind of sense, uh-huh. I think it's because I do stretch myself a bit thin. Like, uh-huh. most of my comic friends aren't auditioning all day, every day, learning lines, memorizing, you know, sleeping in early, waking up right. early.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, most of them wake up at one, write some jokes, smoke some weed, and then do sets, you know? Uh-huh.
0: Hey, you should I, try that.
1: Acting, I, I have the acting bug, man. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I'm an like I'm an auditioning pony. That's what I do.
0: Okay. What? um What? Oh, you were talking about Brazil earlier yeah. and and how um, comedy scenes exploding there. Yeah. Is the is the humor different?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. They're in a totally different moment because. Sort of their humor started as very, like, novella, character-based. Like, mm-hmm. but I do that, like, kind of a thing, you know? Or, like, really... And they have these uh, really distinct parts of Brazil. So there's right. all these, like, redneck Brazilians. And, like, yeah. the north is, like, you know? yeah. And so it's really kind of that. Like, there's a the northern girl and, like, the southern girl. And there's not...
0: Where's mm-hmm. your family from?
1: My family's from Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. My mom is from Guararapes, which is a small town outside of Sao Paulo. But mostly, like, city people. Mm-hmm. Um... And what was hard for me is I did this kind of like nervous laugh okay. and it comes off in America. It's like this funny kind of neurotic character. And then in Brazil it comes off like, why is she laughing at her own jokes? I don't like that. So I kind of had to rediscover my rhythm there. Their stand-up is mostly colorful language rather mm. than joke based. Okay. There's not a lot of like joke tellers there, which they're going to be mad at me for saying that. But um but it's mostly like telling stories in a really funny way. It's still sort yeah. of in this young version of itself. Uh. Very object, like observational based, like very Jerry Seinfeld style. So, like, like what? So you what go into you... the bathroom and it's like you go to dry your hands, but the towel's already been used.
0: Like, uh-huh. kind of a that thing. That is a funny joke.
1: I'm crushing it. Um, but yeah, it's different. It, it definitely is. And there's a few guys kind of doing it. You know, alternative comedy, they're including music and yeah. doing... It's starting. You can feel it. Interesting. The first time I went, I met everyone. Mm-hmm. And this one guy had a small space and he was like, I'm going to make this a club. And then by the third time I had gone that year, it was already a running club, two shows each each floor, like, functioning already. So things are happening really quickly there. Interesting. And there's not a lot of women. So yeah. I went to fill that hole.
0: Yeah. Get it? Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you are getting po- with the We words. have holes, yeah right um that's funny
1: have you ever tried stand-up
0: no i'm too scared
1: would you you're scared yeah could you not do it if somebody bet you would you do it
0: i don't know i don't know what i would say like i i do some public speaking and i talk on this show and i'm not i'm not afraid to talk in front of people yeah but i have no idea what i would say
1: what i always tell people. it is a
0: secret like desire i mean i'm everybody has that like little itch yeah that itch you know
1: But I, uh, I always tell people when you f- first want to write three minutes, each minute is one thing. Uh-huh. Think about things that you say every day in your everyday life that you already know and you repeat. Yeah. You know, people have like maybe a funny story about their name or where they're from. Right. And it always kind of gets a laugh. That's the first thing you work on. And okay. then you kind of go off of that. Yeah, like maybe. I was a waiter and that's how I first kind of started working jokes.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I'd be like, I guess you guys didn't like it <laughs> when the plates would be empty. Right. You know, like uh, it's yeah. really stupid.
0: My wife does that every time she orders. Yeah. She finishes her food and she's like, I didn't like this. Like exactly. that's her, her so that's, favorite thing. It gets a laugh, to yeah. I'm
1: sure. And she knows how to tell it, you know. Right. So it, it's a good way to kind of get people to get started. Yeah. With writing.
0: All right, let's get on that, James.
1: <laughs> James, start it up.
0: I did a. I did a Groundlings. Yeah, same. But I, I also don't like improv. I mean.
1: Improv's really difficult. That makes me really nervous. I respect the hell out of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: But it's not like, I've gone to improv shows, I'm like, yeah. eh, it's, it's sort of fun, but it's not I, I think it's, it's when thing. it's
1: good, it's brilliant, and when it's bad, it's fucking awful. There's no in between. Mm. And that's the problem. Yeah.
0: Never know what you're going to get. I just don't know if I love watching skits. But you're oh, like really? a theater person. and Yeah, I really like, that,
1: like, I really like, in the like, moment. I love
0: watching stand-up. Yeah. I go out stand-up every day. Yeah, I fucking hate stand-up. Really?
1: Can't watch it. There's very few people that I can really sit through their sets. I'm, I'm joking, but there is, yeah. like, kind of certain truth to it. Like, I wouldn't... I'd watch people's specials, but I get nervous that I'll see something that's really similar to a setup I've been thinking about or... I don't know. I just feel like... And then later I'll think of it. I'm like, did I already see that? Or So I, I tend to not really watch stand-up that much, actually. I
0: watch a lot of old stand-up. Yeah. Maybe because I'm old. Yeah. But, like, I've been watching lately the... um the Dean Martin roasts. Oh, wow. So he does like Frank Sinatra and Lucille Ball. Like all these people, they they do these amazing roasts.
1: That's cool. I should look back on some roasts.
0: Oh, so good.
1: So good.
0: And like especially because back then, now there's just so many famous people. Or like when you watch the Comedy Central roast, there's always some new comic that no one's heard of. Like this is the whole dais is like super famous. Yeah, A-listers. like Dick Van Dyke and yeah. all these people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Marlon Brando. I kind of like,
1: miss that thing where it was like, To be a celebrity, you had to like really work and have talent, and now it's like you can just get fucked on video, and people know it. Yeah. Sort of disheartening in a sense, in a way.
0: I mean, it's it's just you know the world is changing. Yeah. Everything about the world is changing. Yeah, I guess I don't want change. I don't want it. No one likes change. Change sucks.
1: Change sucks. Yeah. I want it all to be the same. I, you know what it is? We all want control, even if we say we don't. Maybe that's what it is.
0: I was watching the the uh, so I'm I'm not watching the Michael Jackson thing. I watched it. Did you?
1: Yeah. I don't know any if a wife is murdered or there's a pedophile. I'm in. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what did she do to deserve it? And I'm like, and how sick is he? Um. I I've gotten into like yelling fights
0: with friends about this
1: Michael Jackson documentary.
0: So I'm not gonna watch it. Why? Cause I don't care. I mean, I care. I don't care about the details. I don't want. I'm, I sort of try to protect my brain, yeah. Right, and like so, there's certain things that are just too shitty.
1: For it's me, really it's really kind
0: of It's like junk food, right? Like I just won't put it. Inside it's interesting me. to see,
1: yeah. I like I like seeing. Have you seen Taken from Plain Sight? No, it's another like pedo. Oh
0: yeah, um, I do not watch that
2: either.
1: It's basically what I'm interested in is like the psychology of the manipulation that they have to go through oh, yeah, in order to like that. Sure. You know, I don't want to, like, I, I, I could have done without the, like, sexual details. It's right. very graphic and yeah. very sad. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it was interesting to see, like, he befriended all the fa- the family right. and he really used his fame and he really, you know, he really kind of brainwashed these kids for, like, many, many years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was going to say, I, my
0: wife's into it. Yeah. And she was watching the Oprah like, the interview, the interview, The post with the mm-hmm. boys and, or the, the guys. And, um, They'll always be stuck as boys,
1: unfortunately.
0: Fair enough. Um, but I saw a couple minutes of that, and, and the, the thing that stuck with me was Oprah saying, um, you know, they were talking about just how these guys were so enamored with Michael. And, you know, and she said, um, you know, it's hard for us to relate to that because there is no such thing as a star. No star now is as big as he was at that time
1: mm-hmm. and right. nor will they maybe ever no be. probably
0: never yeah and as like that's that's the part that interested me it was like yeah yeah I mean those those mega stars who just like mean everything to the world that's a thing of the past
1: yeah even in stand-up I think about this there's not really like you know the George Carlin or the right. Eddie Murphy because it's also so niche now yeah you know there's a guy who like plays keyboard and sings about sports right. you know sure. like there's it's so yeah, everything specific is niche. right yeah everything is so niche yeah you it must, almost dilutes Steve martin
0: was the most successful comic I love ever Steve Martin. live yeah right. so in terms of like ticket sales yeah he he's number one Oh, i didn't of know all that. time and like and probably no one's ever going to beat him for that reason maybe yeah. a chinese dude right because it's the all the day. yeah
1: maybe but like Brazil. i mean the population yeah, Brazil is well, sure. pretty large yeah
0: but but you know i mean no yeah. one Certainly in America, that's never going to happen again because everything is much more... Or I fucking blow up and I
1: blow the house down. What? People are like, we got to get some vagina jokes in this morning. Um, No, yeah, it's interesting too because I don't think people need that sort of like intensity to even feel like they've made it. You know?
0: No. Yeah. Maybe not.
1: I don't even need... The fame part of it doesn't attract me at all. Like, I want to leave my house... No makeup on, (laughs) smoking a joint, like in mesh shorts. But um, I do, I would like to not be like, what's next? What's next? What's next? I'd like that feeling to sort of go away. And I think that's an inner feeling.
0: So, so what drives you then?
1: What drives me? Hmm. What drives me? I mean, besides like the, the material part of it.
0: Like paying rent?
1: Paying rent and like wanting to own a house and stuff. Um,
0: No, not that. Uh,
1: you know because there are easier ways to pay I want to make somebody feel the way I felt when I was young and I would see people that I looked up to
0: who would you see that that I mean Sarah Silverman
1: like blew my mind I remember or Maria Bamford like I remember seeing Maria Bamford I remember like I was really really into Jack Black too when Mm -hmm. I was young well Tenacious D Mm -hmm. like just like that that feeling of just like oh it's so good like I just want to make somebody feel that feeling and then also inspire people to do it I mean I think that's really cool yeah and especially like an immigrant person who doesn't speak the language or doesn't feel like they necessarily feel fit in. I'm really into, I like making people feel included.
2: Mm.
1: I like making people feel like they're an old friend. So I think that's just why I like stand-up. in comedy up. or in or in, every, in life. In life. But I think that translates to yeah, sure. when I do comedy. I think Because I, I think I'm dirty, but then people are like, oh, that's cool. It's just jade. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it for shock value. I'm doing it because it's like we're friends and I'm telling you like a sex story. Right. All my friends know they hang up on me when it gets too graphic. They're like, I'm done.
0: Is there So I, you know, I I noticed that uh, listening to you on the podcast is that, you know, you're you're incredibly open Mm -hmm. um, and graphic. (laughs) And. uh, Is. Are there things you won't talk about?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have some, yeah, there's some family things I won't talk about.
0: So, like, other people's business?
1: I won't like talk about other people's thing. business, probably.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't, we're not going to hold you to it. You can just make shit up. And then... No,
1: no, no. I, um. yeah, no, I try not to, like, you know, of course, expose, like, friends' like secrets. Out yeah, out people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll let them come up. And uh, right. also some stuff with my, my parents just recently are going through a separation, getting Got divorced. It. And so that's a little sensitive. And I sure. want to, you know, protect them. But... Yeah. Whatever feels like I can, I will yeah. talk about it. Is
0: there a, a downside to that other than your friends hanging up on you?
1: Oh, like just relationships, um, just men being, like, scared to date me? No. No? No, I think, you know, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. And I think I've gotten to the point where um, if you don't like it, I'm like, get the
0: fuck out of my life. Does it feel, when you're up there, does it feel like you're being vulnerable, like you're exposing yourself?
1: No, it just feels r- good. Yeah. Yeah. There's I never there's never that thought of like oh ho, ho, here we go I'm about to say something crazy. Right. It's just like I'm just I think I'm maybe missing some kind of filter.
0: And has that always been that way or did yeah. you like start out doing like certain type of jokes and then I was much dirtier in the beginning. Really? I think it was What's just that
1: like? What do you mean? Just like it was just like it was just recklessly yeah. disgusting, you know, for no reason. And I yeah. think it was too aggressive and people were like what? Uh? I, I almost like, I feel like you have to kind of earn that in a sense. Now mm-hmm. that I've been doing it long enough, I feel like it has to be structurally a good written joke in yeah. order for it to be yeah, sure. dirty like that. Yeah. And I do hear when like some female comics are extra dirty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like it's kind of a turn off for me. So,
0: Are you? Um...
1: I feel like I just heard you like swallow. So ASMR style.
0: Oh, yeah. That's that's mm. my thing. Uh, I'm trying to put you to sleep.
1: Yeah, ooh, just felt a little tingle on the back of my neck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, are you... Is it... I mean, I'm sure it's different doing kind of dirty comedy as a woman.
1: As opposed to being a well, man? Well,
0: I wouldn't ask you what it's like for a man, because you're not one. Well, but, I don't... But, but I, like, I, do I also like,
1: hate that. Like, what's it like to be a woman doing this? No, like, I'm not... But
0: I wonder... I'm not going to ask you that, but you I wonder... Just did. No, I'm wondering, Do do you get... Uh, do people react, like...
1: There is one thing I notice that I talk about and people are like, that's in your head, but if I'm dressed up or if I'm wearing, like, tight clothing, I do feel the difference. Yeah. Of, like, I can feel girls being like, why are you laughing at her? Uh, Or, like, I can feel a little bit of, like, a... Sure. Why are you doing stand-up dress? Like, I can feel it. Like, it's not something I can put into words, but there is a feeling... Like me versus a funny looking dude going on stage, it takes me like maybe an extra three minutes to get him on my side. Mm. Versus a guy comes out and he's like, oh, you know, and they're like, whoa, you're fat, you All know? Right. Um, it does help to be fat. Huh, it does help At to be At least for a man. It does help to be a little funny looking. Yeah. It does. And I am funny looking in a way, so. What does that mean? Maybe it's not weight, but I have my thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know. Good for you. Hey, if you're digging this uh, let's go back in the Rebel Radio archives check out one of my early early episodes I had another funny comedian Kira Soltanovich was my guest she's um, you've seen her on TV you've seen her in stand-up she's got a great podcast about having a kid and a career and, and all that stuff and uh, she's also we, we went to high school together so we spent a little bit of time reminiscing some shit you may not care about but hopefully it's fun listening anyway Uh, Go check out that one after you finish this one. Um, So you you mentioned Kevin Nealon, and I forget what else you said, but uh, Bobby Lee is my other guy that I've been
1: opening for for a long time. Yeah. So
0: is that? Do you have like a crew? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really important in stand up. I tell young comics all the time when you start stand up. You gotta have this group of open micers that you're hitting up open mics with every night, every night. Yeah. And you kind of help each other, and it's there's like sort of a you know underlying competitive nature, but there's also support, and mm. it's really cool now being you know about 11 years in, seeing all the people like my class. Yeah. And I started with it was Tony Hinchcliffe, Matt Edgar, Benji Oflalo, Esther Provitsky, Justine Marino. They're all they all kind of found, you know, we all kind of find our voice. It's cool seeing it. And
0: so, how do you guys help each other?
1: Well, I mean, whenever there's projects, obviously, you know, whatever we have podcasts, shows, um, I think we're all kind of always kind of looking out for each other in that that sense. Well, I am. I really, really, really like helping friends. Mm -hmm. I like connecting people. I'm sort of like a job matchmaker. That's cool. I like doing that. Yeah. I feel like if you build your community really strong around you, it ultimately helps you. I'm really, really against that competitive nature mentality. I think it's really, it's what fucks everything up. Yeah. So, um, in that sense, and also like to have each other to kind of, um, complain about everything, Sure. you know, and especially, like I said, not to bring it down, but like the Brody, you know, Brody passing is really, really, you got to see kind of this community that we've built Mm -hmm. and we never really take advantage of it and sort of like a friend sense. Mm -hmm. We kind of take it for granted. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to see kind of everybody coming together and. We kind of all wish, like, oh, we wish we did this for him before right. he passed away. Yeah. Um, so I think we're all going to be a little more aware of, like, being there for each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that matters.
1: Yeah. But we're all sort of just, like, you know, little individual rats. We're just little r- night rat people. So it's hard okay. to stay together. I, you know, like, if I'm on the road and I see a comic, that I know it's like seeing family. Right. But sometimes I don't even know anything about them besides just seeing them like at clubs and so it's bizarre in that I sense. I have family
0: too. that I don't know anything about. Right. I see them at, you know, Thanksgiving or yeah. whatever. It's like
1: you're like, "How's your hi. that person you're with? What's who your are you again? <laughs> yeah. How Are we related? Do you have a lot of siblings?
0: No, I have none. None? No. Only child? Yeah. Where are you from? San Francisco. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. What about um do you have so you have cousins though?
0: Yeah, I have cousins who I'm like semi close with and then um and then there's all the like other second third just the randoms the randos you know yeah i don't really know
1: i just recently connected with my family in brazil after you know like 20 years but i have 10 cousins so oh yeah i'm one out of 10 i'm the oldest and so it was nice to like rebridge that sure
0: yeah yeah it's fun it's fun cousins seem like fun it's like uh there's a familiarity, but yet you never live together and you're not like in each other's yeah. shit. Like but you kind of can siblings. complain about your parents,
1: you know, right. in a way, because they have the same sort yeah. of, like, fucked up things that yeah, happened yeah, from yeah. your grandparents. Yeah. It was so nice to, like, see my cousins fight with their aunt. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not alone. That's awesome. I just threw a party. I had a birthday. I just turned 25. Happy and, birthday. And um, thank you. 35. I'm 35. Um, but I had a friend... Sorry, this is kind of a diluted sort. I have a really good friend who I hadn't seen in months, and that day before my party, I was kind of running errands, yeah. and he's just walking down the street, and I kidnapped him, I was like, you're running errands with me, I miss you, and tonight I have a party and you're coming. Kind of a, like, homebody. <clears throat> and then some friends came with some randos, and I was like, ah, oh, everybody's welcome, you know, and I'm talking, and he goes, hey, do you, do you happen to know Ben? And I'm like, that's the friend I ran mm-hmm. into, I go, yeah, yeah, I know him, he's coming tonight, and he's like, that's my cousin, I haven't seen him in 20 years. And our grandma just passed away. So then I'm like, Ben's here. And then I bring them together and like had just met for the first time after 20 years. And then for hours they talked and now they've sort of developed a relationship.
0: It's fucking crazy.
1: They've been in the same city for years. Sometimes all it takes is one person being like, let's go.
0: Yeah. Um, You are the matchmaker.
1: I like putting people together. Yeah. Especially if it's like, oh, if people fuck, ultimately you're like, (laughs) I did that.
0: You know? Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I like that. I like people fucking.
1: Yeah. What's the Yiddish word? Yenta.
0: Is that what that is? Yeah. I don't know. No. I, I mean,
1: said any word and you would be like, uh huh.
0: No, because that word. I mean, I uh, so I don't speak Yiddish. Yeah. But I know like four things because yeah. of my grandmother. But like I. So, so, so I'm more Jewish with,
1: than you, and I'm not even Jewish. Probably. Yeah.
0: Well, you're a comic, so that's like.
1: I'm Jewy. I know. Like I am aware. of... Yeah.
0: Um. But uh i think Yenta is more negative. Really? <laughs> it's like uh, maybe it didn't. Maybe it's not intended. That maybe way. I'm
1: not thinking of the right word. Do I, I do this? I think Yenta
0: is like a busybody. Ah. It's like all up in I thought it was like and...
1: I thought it was like a motherly type of lady who's like, everybody get together.
0: <laughs> maybe it is. How do you <laughs> even know. spell Yenta? Y E N T A. This is good radio.
1: Yeah, guys, we, we check this out. out there's so video there's light. video
0: oh yeah that's true i have
1: to it's driving me it will drive me nuts that's all right okay let's see yenta Intu- it represents intuition enlightenment dreams incoherence exit, charisma and a timid persona that that's not right no
0: that's totally fucking right.
1: internet ruined everything
0: goddamn wikipedia Remember
1: thing. when you had to like look something up or if you met somebody to go to the movies and they didn't show up, you oh, call their right, house and then they're, they're not there, they're dead. Yeah. They're just, you're like, well,
0: meeting people Rudy was, was cool, worst, but yeah. For sure. You're like looking for parking and LA, like no one's, yeah, that was terrible.
1: Did you, so you grew up in, when, how long have you been in I LA? I came for college. Oh, where did you go to school? UCLA. UCLA.
0: <clears throat> so I've been here 30 years.
1: Wow. And where do you live now? What area? Rita Del Rey. What's your address?
0: <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Um,
1: i'm dating a guy in Mar Vista and i have to what? tell you wow that is commitment and where do you live i live in echo park oh
0: shit yeah it's a long distance relationship it basically is yeah, yeah, yeah now
1: yeah. what happens is like we'll have a day or two days off and we kind of just hibernate in whatever right. area yeah um but
0: it's nice that's far i really like Mar. well Sorry, it's basically I mean, venice no i know where it is yeah yeah but um, that's not too bad it's not far it's... for me it's far for you
1: it's a far drive if I hit you, I get
0: invited to some in Echo Park, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, can I commit I, to this? How much money am I going to make going to this thing? Like, right? Yeah.
1: I know. I think we become a little bit lazy. I've like, gotten a little better just being like, look, you're going to be in the car anyway. Just listen to an audible. And, yeah. And then tell everybody you read it, you know?
0: Right. Or just hold your phone. <laughs>
1: just hold your <laughs> phone. Constantly. Just get every ticket you can get before they take your license. Exactly. So annoying when you're like, I wasn't doing the thing I always do, and you caught me in the one moment.
0: Fuckers. Yeah, I've never, I never do this.
1: I never do this until a second ago, and then you didn't. For sure. If I like the for me making it yeah. driver, that's the ultimate. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, for getting sure. a driver is
0: yeah. would be. Same here.
1: Just taking tiny naps in the back, learning yeah. lines. Absolutely. Sometimes I think about not having a car.
0: Yeah, I have friends that have done that. We had a woman that used to work with us. Yeah. That she gave up her car and just Ubered everywhere.
1: Yeah. It almost makes sense financially. It's almost yeah. a little bit cheaper to have Uber. Yeah. But I don't know. There's that sense of, like, independence that you sort of lose.
0: You'll get over it. you get over it?
1: Yeah. Like in New York, I'm always like, where's my car? <laughs> oh, it's in L.A. <laughs> it's fine. It's in the garage. Totally. Yeah. After living here for so many, like, I lived in Hollywood. Yeah. I had a bumper. I had, like, one of those bumper things in the back. You know, What's that? You know this? It's like a little rubber thing that you keep in the back. Of the car, just in case people like bump you. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. No, I didn't. No? I don't don't know that. You've
1: always had garages? Fucking only child. (laughs) Spoiled piece of shit.
0: We grew up in San Francisco, there's no garages. I had a car in high school, and like, my windows used to get broken like once a month.
1: I love San Francisco. I love drag. I love a drag bingo breakfast.
0: Whoa. I don't know what that is.
1: Really? It's really big in San Francisco. They do these like drag brunches?
0: I'm not into drag. Let's go. I it feels to me. I mean, I've been to drag shows. I'm so into drag. I feel like it's like um, 1972, and like everyone's titillated by like someone dressed up. Like the whole oh, so to me, those jokes feel so like antiquated.
1: It's not even the jokes anymore. It's this whole art form of like the fashion and like the persona and like how. Like, the shape of their body, like, it's so... I think it's such <coughs> an incredible art form. I really okay. do. I'm, like, intensely into RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: Like, okay. I'm an avid watcher. <laughs> sure.
1: It's become such a phenomenon, too, like, a cultural phenomenon the show. It's so kitschy and weird, and mm. I really dig it. I mean, okay, and their dicks you. are just tucked the whole time, so I just feel like... That's awesome. Cool, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So, yes, I'm sorry you were going to ask me.
0: <laughs> um... So, you, so I've heard. Like I said, I heard you on a bunch of podcasts. You, oh yes, you do a lot of those. Yeah. Um, I so, just like
1: making like zero money for yeah exposing my whole truth.
0: That's cool. Um, I think what I learned is that I I was I was struck with like what a different world we we live in. Like, uh, I don't know, like like you and everyone you we're talking to on these shows and I forget which ones they are. So I apologize to the
2: no.
0: talented people hosting those shows, Not at all. but like super open to talk about everything. Like kind of there's like nothing's off limits. Um, and I feel like maybe it's just me or my generation or like my, yeah. just my friends. Like we're very protective over everything.
1: Why is that? Why do you feel that way?
0: What? Like, why are you
1: protective of the information? Like, what do you think would happen if somebody
0: heard? Nothing. I just think there's things that it's you just, just private. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, it's not like a conscious thing. Yeah. And I'm, I, I didn't mean to make that really about me. I just like it. No, just, it's interesting. It just struck me like how you know how much conversation there was about like sex and relationships and you know. uh uh I don't know, just stuff that like I think I I I'm guessing it's sort of generational, but maybe not. Maybe it's just comics. We're not
1: that far in age. We're oh, not that different like, age. What?
0: That's twelve years.
1: How old are you? Forty-seven. I'm thirty-five.
0: Yeah, that's twelve years. I feel like I never hey, I'm really. Good at math.
1: Yeah, you are. I never. I never really think. I never really make a conscious choice of like, <clears throat> is this really a private? And I'm saying it out loud. Right. I just. Yeah, maybe I just. Yeah, I mean, I think I am definitely more open than most people. I almost get offended when people don't tell me things. Like, what the fuck? Um, I just, yeah, I just think I'm comfortable with it. Also, I I remember for such a long time, it was like, oh my God, what if somebody found a picture of, like, me naked? Or like, what if I was, like, naked? Or somebody, like, found a journal entry or like, and then I sort of let that go and I'm like, then they would see that and that's
0: it. Then you'd be famous.
1: Then I'd be fucking famous. (laughs) I leave. I just leave a naked photo of myself. You're like, what the That's is right. this? Um, I think I had Tweet such a out. fear of like being exposed. Yeah. That sort of, I went the extreme opposite direction of like, you, you can't had a fear me. of being exposed. I did. I had yeah. like a big fear when I first started. I was, as an actor, I was very private and it was difficult to sort of have this voice. Yeah. And then I think when I went to Brazil and sort of, one, reconnected with my culture and who like I really cuz for a long time i would say brazilian and people would go like but but not right, right? and i'm like no but really it's such a big part of cuz brazilian people are very open and right. getting to kind of see these people that are like hugging me you know just mm-hmm. meeting me and hugging me coming to my home like you know it's very they're more of an open people yeah then i it sort of allowed me to be this person who i really always felt like i wanted to be
2: mm.
1: who was someone who was just really open um and I think, I don't know, I think it puts people at ease. Or it makes people really uncomfortable. There's nothing in the middle.
2: Cool.
0: Nothing how do you feel? Is your, how I'm tight is your bottle right
1: now? Just tight uh, or loose? I don't think I'm uncomfortable. Cool. Just regular? That's regular.
0: Good. Yeah. I'm regular. Do you have kids? I do have a nine-year-old boy. Yeah? Yeah. What's he want to do uh, currently? He's, he likes comedy. He does He does improv. No way. Yeah. He plays... Basketball and tennis and...
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, what else is he like? Fortnite. Let,
1: Everybody... Let all let the, the kids are obsessed Fortnite. with this thing, huh?
0: Yeah. And like terrible music. Actually, he's got... So Does he I he like, to this? I feed him... Uh, he loves the show. What's his name? Justin.
1: Oh, cute. What's up, Justin?
0: Um, we'll send that to him.
1: Yeah. Hey, Justin, what's up? Stop playing Fortnite. Go write some jokes.
0: <laughs> he loves the show and he loves hearing... It. Let me talk about him.
1: Well, you just said he likes shitty music, so I'm sorry about your dad saying that. Um, what does he like?
0: Well, no. So I've gotten him into a bunch of music. That, oh, that is uh, is all right. Although he's really into like pretty ratchet hip hop. I um, mean,
1: that's another generational thing. Like...
0: Well, he doesn't even really understand the lyrics.
1: Who d- does anybody? <laughs> well,
0: that's a good. It's like Taki Taki, <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> it's a Chip. Yeah. Um. Uh, but no, I don't know. He starts playing me like new stuff. I'm like, turn that off. Sean Mendes or some nonsense like
1: that i like that you call sean mendez nonsense like oh that kid so much talent nonsense
0: i don't even know who that is other than my son he plays
1: he's a great he's a great musician i'm sure he's a yeah awesome guy It's just really sexy i just don't
0: like that kind of
1: yeah my dad my i'm like very grateful that my dad you know first my first concert was like aerosmith and nice you know i was really into like rolling stones like all the kind of classic yeah and I think that's kind of why I got into stand-up. My dad was a really big fan of Cheech and Chong.
0: Love Cheech and Chong. Kind of
1: like, you know, Andrew Dice Clay. and yeah. um like, just really, like, kind of weird, absurd, kind of dirty. And I think that's always been kind of my humor.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that's where it started. That's SNL, funny. he was really into SNL. And um, I never wanted it myself, but then I had my own experiences with it that yeah. kind of ruined it for me. SNL? Yeah. 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 Um, it's so interesting, like, as a kid, you have this, like, kind of dream about oh, yeah, this, sure. what it is, and then you kind of live in it, and you're like, well, what a difference. And
0: Like, did you go audition?
1: No, but I, my ex wrote on the show. Oh, really? And so, and a lot of my friends are on it currently, yeah. and, you know, it's a difficult job. It's I'm a sure. hard job. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say no. They're like, <laughs> right? can you do some impressions? I'd be like, <laughs>
0: Do you do impressions?
1: I do some voices. I do, I really like doing Australian accents, and, you know, I'll go in and out. Okay, but I wouldn't be like okay next this next impression. Right, I kind of I get uncomfortable when people do impressions and then I don't know what they're doing and I'm like ha, ha 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 what is that who is
0: that? That's awesome. So you were talking about the difficulty of like balancing comedy and acting. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the uh, but you've been on a lot of shows. i
1: I've I I've, I mean I would like to be on more. I would like okay. to do more, but I, I feel like I've, I'm proud of my, yeah. my IMDb.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like I've got, I've gotten to get my foot wet.
0: Is there a show that's like kind of changed the game for you? That's made.
1: Man, I mean, I did one. I was a series regular on a show called Manhattan Love Story. It was like okay. an ABC rom com, and just having that experience of like being on a sitcom. I had to move to New York. Yeah, I made a lot of money. I met a lot of really great people. I got to do all like the publicity for it. That was. So cool. I mean, we shot on Times Square. Oh, cool! As like our thing was on, you know, playing and
2: nice.
1: That was just a crazy experience, and it I mentally maybe was not ready for it because it mean? was just such a. It just happened so quickly, and I just was like very unsure of all the choices I made. Yeah. And and then I would watch the episode and feel horrible about it. And now I watch <laughs> and I go, oh, it's like great, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I just did a show called Future Man. Okay. On Hulu, it's Seth Rogen's oh, yeah, like yeah, sci-fi, yeah. and um. The four people that were, like, my sister wives and husbands, I was just at her wedding this last weekend. So that was, like, I met some really solid people on that show. And that was one of the first ones where it was really character. Like, Mm. you probably wouldn't recognize me if you watched it. Wow. You know? So that was cool to, like, kind of be really outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm, like, sort of, like, a Jewy rich, like, the status is similar. Uh Uh-huh. So it's cool to play different things like that. Yeah. But I would love to do something really dirty and, like, like dark and, you know.
0: Like what? Would... Like a
1: transparent. Mm. That's, like, one of my favorite shows. And, like, Jill Soloway just started following me on Instagram. And I was like, ah, do I follow her right back? And they're like, wait, Jade, just wait, just wait. Um, such a fan. Really? Um, that's
0: the thing? You have to, like, wait. I, well, I wanted to, to do it right away back. just to
1: show her that I'm such a fan. And they're like, Jade, wait. Don't be thirsty. I'm like, I hate that fucking term.
0: I, uh, okay.
1: Because I feel like I'm hungry, you know, and thirsty. Doesn't explain <laughs> what I'm going through. But yeah, I would love to do more. I mean, the acting stuff is so frustrating because I'm literally auditioning every single day, right. multiple times a day. <coughs> so it's, what? How does yeah.
0: it work when you get a show? Yeah, Future Man or, or <coughs> um, what was the show? Lady Manhattan Like. Love
1: Story. Oh, Lady Like. Yeah, Lady Like was offered to me. Yeah. So when you get an offer, it's just a straight offer. It's the right. best. You're like basking in it
0: yeah um that's what i'm wondering is like so manhattan love story so then you start getting offers like is there a is there a moment or have you seen a moment yet where like things start getting easier
1: no (laughs) it's sort of like for a while it was you know i mean the non-union kind of circle you the 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 ponds get a little bit bigger as you you know become a bigger fish and it's sort of like. Easy in the beginning because you're kind of the big fish and you're like there's only so many non-union jobs and you kind of start to rule that universe. Mm -hmm. And then as you kind of go up, it gets more. You know, I'm in an area where celebrities are competing for the same jobs. Like, like last three years ago, I tested against Jane Lynch. I was like, we know Jane Lynch is going to get it. You know, it's just same type. You know, just like funny lesbian types. Um, And yeah, so it's getting. It's it's. I'm at that point where. I I feel, I don't know if this is delusional, but I feel like I'm just that that one thing away where everything will kind of come together. Because I feel like I have all the parts, but I'm sort of needing that glue.
0: How many actors, comics, writers, could we find in L.A. that think they're that one thing away?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I know that I have a lot of friends that are not auditioning even at all during Mm. this pilot season. I know that I have a lot of... Talented friends who have no credits. I know there's a lot of people that are just actors don't have comedy. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I think I'm just betting on myself. I feel like I put in the work. And I really do feel like I'm that one exposure thing away. Like, I, I have the hour, but, you know, I just don't have the fan base. I just, um, not yet.
0: Yeah. What do you, So how much, how much do you think about that, right? Meaning, does having a bigger Instagram following get you... Well, I hate that part of it
1: Kind of, I think it does help with exposure and yeah. kind of keeping you like you know relevant before you even become relevant sure um and Maybe you should know, do
0: like makeup tips
1: oh yeah I'm wearing Where? no makeup right now I'm wearing just a little bit of brush and very mascara things um I do a lot of like weed sponsorship things I kind of live Me? in that branding world but
0: so like what's a do you like, wanna, I, I really do you plug I, one of your sponsors. I love can... Lowell Farms, you guys, for real. Lowell Farms, yeah, they're
1: okay. um, they have like just incredible, they're, the, their company is incredible. They yeah. work with local people, and yeah, um, I just really love their product.
0: Actually, and, I think I know their CMO.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like such a believer in in their product, and I just think their packaging is beautiful. And it's
0: so, do you do stuff with them? Like, yeah, you... so I'll do
1: stuff with them. They'll sponsor yeah. my shows, um, nice. but I hate mm-hmm. that, like, I, I hate the whole like. How many Instagram followers do you have? And it also, but I also feed into it, so you know, like yeah. you have to kind of play the game, but no, you don't to love to. it. It's hard not to. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I have friends that are like not. They don't.
0: They don't care. They
1: they don't. They I don't have a couple friends of who don't even have Instagram, and I'm like, what do you do all day? What do you refresh all day? <laughs> Your bank account? What is it? What do you do?
0: <laughs> Stocks. Yeah. I'm like you
2: read
1: books. What? It's interesting it's become such a part of I mean it crashed a couple of days ago and I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh yeah yeah. It's I good. noticed. Oh for sure. I was I like why is it noticed. Why isn't anything posted? It was just so Yeah. It's mostly that technical technological like frustration sure. of like why isn't this is working? Yeah. But I f- I do feel I do feel like something's close. Something's close.
0: I didn't mean to say it wasn't. Was just...
1: No, not at all. It's an interesting question to ask because I, I do wonder how other people feel because well, overnight I, it could change. You I know? think it's
0: more that it's it's really hard to see when you're in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've felt that as you know I've had a company for twenty years and and I sort of never really know, like if we're headed if we're headed for a good year or a bad year. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: It could change so quickly. That's kind of the business too, you know, it like. Yeah. You never know. Like, even Lady, like, I mean, when they, I just finished doing Girl Code Mm -hmm. and Manhattan Love Story had just gotten canceled. It was really public cancellation. I mean, we got way more marketing on that, (laughs) the the show being on the air. And it was devastating. Like, it it really emotionally, it was really difficult. And my boyfriend at the time had just started SNL. Mm. So it was just like a whirlwind. And I should have come back to LA and kind of used that momentum. But I stayed in New York. And and then when they offered me Lady, like, We were, none of us thought it would go. We were like, an all girl prank show? We're like, this is never going to get picked up. And at the time, it was maybe the 17th pilot I had done for MTV. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then that went, and, you know, it wasn't like a huge success, but it was definitely. It's
0: funny you say all girl prank show. I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right. But at the time, you know, that's, yeah.
1: For me, it was just like, yeah, it would be fun to do.
0: Right.
1: I didn't doubt it, you know. I'm about to do a pilot for E, and that's another thing. It's like, yeah, fun to do, but there's no. I don't have that emotional, like, this has to go. Sure. Or else I'm not going to make it, like. Right. You know, but it's hard to kind of take the time and make your own art when you're constantly auditioning. That's been difficult for me. Yeah. I just want to write a show about my parents' divorce, and then (laughs) they're like, but you have to have 16 bars of a song ready for
0: tomorrow. (laughs) God damn it. Crazy. Yeah, crazy.
1: Crazy crazy but check in with me at the end of pilot season and see how stable i am then. i'll be tanner because mexico but
0: what do you do uh, i know you're talking about going away to mexico yeah what do you do to kind of stay centered or find your i'm a big yoga person yeah
1: i love hot. i love bikram mm-hmm. not the guy it's just like a, another
0: gross like pedophile dude like, yeah uh, a diaper right what no it's like the like the way does yoga do with the loincloth or whatever the hell that is?
1: I was like, does he shit his pants all the time and I don't know about it? <laughs>
0: That's part of Bikram. You're supposed to shit your pants. Oh, I'm not heat? doing it right. Yeah, 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 you
1: know. um, no, I really love like that. Sw- like getting sw- yeah, exercise is very, very needed for me. Yeah. Like I told you, my mind's constant. So yeah. if I don't exude energy, I get yoga, depressed. Yoga, what else? Uh, yoga is a big thing. I love hiking when it gets like warm.
0: Yeah.
1: I love um, shitty TV. I'm really into the whole Real Housewives series. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It kind of caught me off guard. And then my friend produced The Bachelor this last season, so I watched it for the first time. Amazing. Fascinating. Fascinating. Is it? I mean, it, it really, it, it, it's a bizarro thing. I had never gotten into it, and I d- never understood and I why people were into it.
0: But I, but these people but I don't are, get why anybody would watch it.
1: I, d- I didn't understand until I watched it. Is that your kid? He's cute. That's it.
0: He's very cute. Yeah, he's all right.
1: <laughs> Justin, I'm really sorry about your dad.
0: <laughs> no, he's...
1: What about you? Like what's that. your thing? Do you exercise?
0: Every day. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are yoga, you a gym guy?
0: Yoga, gym, yeah. cycling, tennis.
1: Have you been to that, the sweat garage over here? No. Oh, it's so difficult.
0: Is it? Yeah. It's like a... a,
1: a it's like you're half on the, the treadmill and then you're half... Oh,
0: yeah. I don't like that.
1: Me, I don't like, like working out like that. that I don't kind really of working like
0: out. working out with other people.
1: Oh, see, I love the energy like, of a group. Maybe a
0: friend. Like will do that. I like but, class. Yeah.
1: I like a class setting. Like I love in, a zumba. I'm Not into that. Love a zumba class. Love a dance class.
0: I will do yoga class sometimes. Mostly I do yoga at home. But yeah. But oh, you I'll do your own flow, huh? Yeah, because I've been I've been doing yoga for like 25 years. Yeah. So I just now I kind of have my thing. In the yeah. Morning. I get it. I love uh, all
1: yoga except I don't like Kundalini.
0: Oh, I like that too. I, I like don't it. Like the breath I stuff. like to switch it up. I don't like it. I like it because I'm like, oh, this is weird. I See, but it makes like, me
1: feel like I just, like, I feel very, out of, I don't like the out of
0: controlness of it. I used to go to Golden Bridge. Oh, yeah. Which, like, back, you know, I used to go to, yoga's weird because, like, so I started doing it in the early 90s. Yeah. When all the teachers were Jewish and they'd all been to India. And it was like this. That's a thing? Yeah, it's totally a thing.
1: And they're like, halfway up, sun salutations. <laughs> they're all, yeah,
0: they're all like... Downward dog. They're totally all New York Jewish women. I love that. Who had like gone on a pilgrimage to We're going to breathe in. <laughs> we're
1: going to hold it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Totally.
1: I love, I lo- I, yeah, I, like if I don't do it at least twice a week, I'm a yeah. psycho.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, that's cool. It's like, I feel like we're at the right place at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when I was in Australia for a month doing a little tour and i found a sweaty yoga place if i hadn't had that. Yeah. It rained every single day i was there. Is that right? Yeah, it was like a bizarro.
0: I didn't know it was so rainy there. It's not. Yeah. That was
1: like it was like it's like you know how oh, it's yeah. been so rainy here yeah. and it was really it was difficult. I feel like i get i do not like cold weather. Yeah, I'm i am a don't plant.
0: Either. I'm yeah. a plant. You're Brazilian. I am, yeah. You like the heat.
1: It's like it's interesting because we forget you know, you know where you're from and kind of, you know, that's what your makeup is. But yeah. then when you're exposed to it again as an adult and you kind of see all the parts, you're like, oh, this this is how I was made. My parts are all from this place. Like, I'm just like all these other people around me. Mm. And I hadn't felt that in a long time. That's
0: funny. Yeah. See, I, think I'm, I feel that way when I go to Miami. Yeah. So that's is that how what I know I'm Jewish. Well, you
1: said San Francisco. No, yeah.
0: but like, and I'm I'm kidding, except for actually the weather in Miami Yeah. is like perfect for my body, like hot and humid. Me too. I like it. I like
1: like like hot and humid too. Like I want it to be hot at night. Oh yeah. Nobody likes that. I'm like, I want it to be hot. I like it. I like
0: just all the windows open. Me too. Yeah.
1: Let's go. Let's run away to Miami right now. Done. Can you cover for us? (laughs) They're still in the the podcast, guys. I'm sorry. It's been three
0: days. (laughs) I'm in. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I would love to. Actually, I think Miami is like a really good place for me to kind of find a fan base. Feel like there's a lot of Brazilian people there. Oh yeah, yeah. I should try to get some shows over there.
0: Yeah, Miami's it's it's a weird. It's a great like old Jews and Latin America that's come perfect. together, and it's like a weird.
1: It's birdcage.
0: <laughs> it definitely is. Um, all right, I have to ask you some questions before we leave. Fine. Oh, I like this one. I just thought of what. What kind of people annoy you?
1: What kind of people annoy me? Ooh, I really hate really whiny people, um, and I hate people that are like not up for new things. Just people that are like stuck in their own like yeah. old rhythm that really annoys me. And then people ha- who talk really, really slow. Have you ever met a person that like blinks really slow? It's like,
0: <laughs> no, that's weird.
1: Yeah, those people annoy me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think that exists. So when you say not up for new things, like what's a, give me an example.
1: I just hate when it's like we're a whole group and we're like, let's go to karaoke. And somebody's like, just like somebody who's not up for adventure. That kind of, like, come on, let's go. Like people stuck in their old ways.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't go to karaoke with you.
1: And then Asians. I hate all Asians. Well, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's funny. My wife's always trying to, she's, she like, she gave up, but she used to like plan these dates nights for us yeah. and like try to get us to, you know out of our box and do yeah. something I'm like don't do that
1: why it's not fun why not
0: i mean i like i like doing shit i like you're getting, an only child getting out of the house you're an only child
1: you're like i want to do yoga alone i don't want to <laughs> do anything with anybody else
0: <laughs> i like um no i'm pretty social like I have, yeah. a, I have a big friend group i love the craziest thing about having a kid is, like, you have to hang out with these other dads that you don't know. That is, that, I don't do it. I'm just like, no. I think about that all the time.
1: Because all my friends who have kids now have kind of, you know, you see them kind of going towards each other. Because they need each other, you know? Right. Are you going to have another kid? No. He's going to be an only kid, too, huh? Yeah. Just like that.
0: It's too, it's too much work and too expensive. I
1: think about that all the time. I feel like if I had a kid, I would only have one kid. I have a dog named Cheryl, and that's enough for me now.
0: Nice. What kind of dog is Cheryl?
1: She's a Mini pincher Chihuahua.
0: Oh, cool! She's
1: a real chill Chihuahua too. Yeah, People really? don't like. Yeah, <laughs> the only she has kind of little. I know she has a little bit of like leash aggression with other dogs sometimes. But yeah, besides that, like at home, never barks. Like very chill. Everyone's like, "What happened to her?" I'm like, "I don't." She was abused.
2: Oh.
1: I think because she's just so calm, you know, yeah. for her breed. But having a dog is the best.
0: Okay, lightning round. Go. Are you Are you ready for this? This is going to be awesome.
1: Glasses on for this. I'm ready.
0: Oh, we usually talk about music, and I forgot. So, here's one. I'm a
1: big music fan.
0: Tell me a song that you know is bad, but you love it anyway.
1: Thank You, Next
0: by oh, Ariana Grande. that's Ariana Grande. Okay. All right, cool. What did you, you wake up thinking about this morning?
1: Well, I woke up. I had a really nice morning. Woke up with... Um, what did I wake up thinking about? Ooh, take, your, take your glasses <laughs> off for Ooh. this one. No, I woke up with, uh, um, with someone tonight, today, so that was good. Nice. Yeah, I just wrote, I woke up thinking, like, can I come before my alarm clock goes off?
0: Oh, yeah. I like it. Thanks. I and? hope Justin's
1: turned off the podcast by now.
0: Yeah, we'll bleep this out. Yeah,
1: thanks. <laughs> just... <laughs>
0: and uh, were you successful? That's in my question. Successful, yes. Right. Yeah, we did it. What's your favorite city to travel to?
1: uh austin i love austin okay. uh or sao paulo of course brazil but mm. austin's like i love paddleboarding i'm a paddleboard nerd oh nice yeah i love yeah, yoga yeah. on the paddleboard
0: yeah my first time paddleboarding was in town lake oh nice yeah,
1: yeah i love ladybird Bird. And i swam in it every day and people were like you're not swimming in it i was like no no <laughs> so i'm made of garbage um nice yeah i really like austin it's a
0: great city. okay so you're really into music do you have a yeah. favorite dj
1: I'm not so much into DJs, but I really love like a singer songwriter. I, like I love Janelle Monae, Lizzo right now, King Princess. I'm really into Billie. Cool. Um, oh, I love
2: Billie. Yeah. Why is she
1: a teenager? Um, I I really love female like.
0: Tell me singer- your favorite Brazilian music.
1: Wow. Well, you know, bossa nova is like great, but I also love a lot of like female sing. There's a woman named CEO. Yeah, C-E-U. I love Ceu. Yeah. So good, She's kind of awesome. electronic. I love. Um, Stage to Sexy. Mm. Do you know them? Um, they're kind of older now, but CSS. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: have seen them, yeah.
1: Music is my boyfriend. Cool. I have a hidden want, of really wanting to be a musician. Really? Yeah. Do it. I have some written things. I have some raps. I have some, like... Do you? I do, yeah.
0: Do you want to do one now? Because there's you usually wanna... a musical segment. Oh, yeah. You want to do
1: a beat and I'll sing it for you? No. Okay.
0: What's, what's This is going to be, like,
1: my debut, but it's kind of... It's past...
0: Um, if we had, like, no, I'm better setup, we could, like, play you a beat. I know you're joking. Um...
1: The effort. You're like Paul Rudd and on American Summer, like, ugh, when he's putting the tray away, you know, like, duh Right. Keep them coming. What's the
0: last great book you read?
1: Ooh. It can be Audible, too.
0: That's, oh,
1: it can be Audible? Yeah. Oh, I love You're a Badass. Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. like you know, yeah. um... But I'm I'm actually reading the four agreements right now, which is okay. another kind of self help
0: v it's good.
1: Yeah, I like it's it. A good book. And then uh mindfulness, like about the growth behavior versus fixed mind.
0: Yes, mindset. Mindset. Yeah. That's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, so I'm just that's I'm great. audibling that right now. I really awesome. enjoy it. I think I mean there's so much truth to it. Yeah. Even it's hard, you're like, but I want to feel like a failure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? I get it. Yeah. Which of the four agreements is the is the one that really sticks with you?
1: Ooh. Kind of a tough one. I mean, they all kind of resonate, mm. but I think I don't know. I feel like I you need all four.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, can't just pick one for people who
1: like don't know anything about it. They're like, right. what are these four agreements? I'm like, I'll always do the dishes if you cook. Um,
0: <laughs> that's not one.
1: That's not one. No, no, well, it's a great book. Yeah, everyone should read it. Yeah, my therapist made me read it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: I just finished uh, this morning. I just finished uh, Fear Itself which is narrated by Don Cheadle, which is it's why so great. I picked it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. he's. I just, I mean, the, the story's great, but, like, his narration makes it.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Amy Poehler's book I started reading and I couldn't get into it. And then oh, really? Her reading it yeah. totally oh, brought yeah. it to life for yeah, me. That yeah, that helps
0: for sure. What movie have you seen the most in your life? Selena. Oh, wow.
1: Or Wet Hot American Summer. That's my other. Like okay. I just watch it over and over. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably Sex and the City 2. Best okay. line in the world where she goes. Uh, I,
0: I haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> um, King of Arabia. More like King of Labia. Yeah. Somebody wrote that, so that's great.
0: That's uh, the tall one.
1: That's Samantha. Samantha. Like the the sex you. one, yeah. That's right. The sexy one. Yeah. But yeah, Selena, I love that movie so much.
0: Were you a Selena
2: fan?
1: I was a huge Selena fan yeah. as a kid. You know, you're Brazilian, there's not, not that many. Right. At, that t- at the time, especially women who were really powerful. And sure. Just such a sad story.
2: Yeah.
0: I never heard of her until she got killed.
1: Well, okay, yeah.
0: But now I know she had a whole yeah
1: resurgence of
0: sure. Tell me one decision that changed your life forever.
1: Um, break up with my ex. Yeah, getting out of the relationship that wasn't right for me.
0: It's big. Yeah. Complete this sentence. I don't have talent. I have blank.
1: I don't have talent. Wow, that's a I mean, do I have to say I don't have talent out loud? Um, I don't have talent. I have drive.
0: That's good. That was, I stole that from Henry Rollins. Yeah. And he, that was his thing. It was like, what he was trying to say is his, his talent was not what made him successful.
1: I think that I've always been kind of that person that wasn't necessarily good at things right away, mm. but I, I'll keep pushing it.
0: Yeah. That's huge.
1: Yeah. I think I, I was always like that extra credit student.
0: I try to teach my son that because he... He's, you know, I mean, I think it's, I think we all go through that developmentally is like, we want to be good at stuff. We want to like be recognized as being good at stuff. And so, you know, there's a tendency to, to just not do things if you're not good at them, which I've certainly had in my own life. And so, yeah. so I always tell them like, Hey, at one point you couldn't even walk and look at you now, like you're walking, you know what I mean? Like what's
1: well, mindset? It's that whole thing right. of like, yeah why do I feel like a failure when I don't do something right, even though I, you're not supposed to do anything right, right away.
0: Yeah. You know? Exactly. But we don't, we have to remind yeah. ourselves of that. Well, it's
1: ego too. It's like wanting sure. to feel better than people when that's kind of a fake reality. Yeah, you know, totally. it's like, why do you have to be better than anybody to feel good at anything?
2: Right.
1: Um, so I'm kind of just trying to train my mind of, of like, hey, yeah, maybe you don't have that show or you're not. You haven't done, you know, because there's a part of me that's also like, I'm in my 30s now. I wish I was on TV when my butt had more elasticity, you know, but. Do squats. Like, yeah. It's like you can always make, you can always work on whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if I worked for you, I know I, I met you through your uh, managers, I think. Yeah. Um, So if I worked for you, what's something I would hear you say over and over?
1: Oh, man. Um, that audition went really well and then not getting it. <laughs> I think we're really great. Or, like, I think uh, I do you, get nervous. Do you, walk out,
0: do you walk out, like, nailed it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it, my, my only thing for auditions is, like, I, if I walk out not embarrassed, yeah. it's a win. But this last week, I was feeling very emotional about Brody, and they yeah. were all, like, embarrassing. Yeah. That feeling in your gut when you remember it, and you're like,
2: ah.
0: Do you ever catch yourself, like, like, do you ever say, you know, I should I, like. I'm not in the right headspace. I shouldn't go on this audition.
1: I wish that I had stopped myself this yeah. week from going in. Yeah. yeah, because I just wasn't. It's like I just couldn't. The words just weren't coming out. You know, sometimes things just click energetically, yeah. and you can kind of feel it in your body when you book something. Sure. Like I, I, I went in for like I just did a progressive commercial and.
2: Nice.
1: To me, I think it's like the Oscars. Are you gonna of commercial. be the new flow? Oh no, Stephanie will not be stepping down anytime soon from that job. She's no, I'm sure. amazing. Um. But, yeah, it was, like, the second I walked into the callback, I was like, this is mine. Yeah. You kind of have that, like, feel. Yeah. But you never know also at the same time. And which did is... you book it or you don't know? I it? did. You did? I booked it. I oh, I awesome. should it already, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. That's great. That's cool. Yeah, she's very talented. And they, the crew is, like, they've been doing it for so long, they're mm-hmm. in rhythm. It's kind of impressive.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, who would you be most excited to learn appreciates your work?
1: Well... I mean, the fact that Kevin Nealon and Bill Burt yeah. become funny is everything to me. But when I was working on this clean set, Kevin told Steve Martin, my set, and he really nice. loved this one joke, so that oh, cool. meant a lot to me. What was the joke? Um, I don't use it anymore, but it's basically about, um, you know, looking into the... My therapist says, whenever you feel bad about yourself, you look into the mirror and you say something positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, you piece of shit. No, um, but every once in a while, there's no mirror. Yeah, and that's when I find my reflection in a toilet bowl. <laughs> and Steve loved that part, that's and he great. goes and he said you should say it's, there's pee in the toilet bowl, just to make it more. Yeah. Um, and then you know I look at the toilet bowl and I go like, wow, you've never been so close to a toilet without somebody holding your hair back. You did it. It's just like a really stupid. That's um, good. But it would mean a lot, like if Amy Poehler, um, mm. Sarah Silverman. I've been on a show with her, and I like did really bad, and then I was like, oh my god, I did so bad in front of you. She's like, I wasn't listening. Like, great. <laughs> um
0: that's awesome
1: i mean hopefully somebody that can give me a job that would that would sure. mean a lot to me of course i mean there's so many people jill soloway i mean uh so many people i guess that's why we feel like we want to make it because it's like we want these people that we look up to to sort of validate us yeah you know i want to make people that i that i look up to laugh mm-hmm.
0: yeah nice
1: i just really hope that you think i'm funny and justin
0: he, Justin's not going to get your comedy nor is he going to hear it for a really long time look I'll listen a, to it. I'll make some, a, a bunch of Fortnite
1: jokes It'll hit with he tries to
0: tell jokes it's funny kids like think, they, like they're not you need a certain kind of understanding of the world yeah and like so we watch a lot of movies together and he's really into comedy um, and he'll often like tell me like will there'll be a joke and then he'll be like oh because he'll tell me he'll explain the joke to me yeah and like, more than half the time, he's wrong. Right about like why. Why it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Isn't
1: that interesting? Yeah,
0: I think you just have to learn.
1: But comedy's you know. so subjective too. Like, what what is a good joke?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's funny to him. You know? and that's all that matters. Right. But it's not like the. He, but he he'll misunderstand the meaning. He doesn't right? get the like Which, set and punch. Yeah. Well, a because he's still learning the language. He like, says so a lot of words. He just doesn't know. And but yeah, context, right? It's a and it's concept a, like for that's sure. not
1: really a thing we get. There's a kid that does stand-up. There was this kid, Billy the Kid, when he was, like, 14. Oh, yeah. And it was so interesting watching him. Because he, like, would go so by the book of, like, sets of threes. And, like, set a punchline kind of a thing, which is also something that I really stay away from. I really... Yeah. I'm not a great writer. I don't want to say that out loud for the university here, but I struggle. The writing part, for me, is difficult. I enjoy more the performance part of it.
0: Yeah, but I think you're funny. And I think, you know, the truth is, like... none of that matters mm-hmm. like people laugh because you connect with something inside of them yeah and it, like it doesn't matter if it's a if it's written right according to some rules or whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: yeah no definitely yeah and it's i'd rather make a niche group of people laugh than america Do you know yeah, what I mean? fuck america yeah like i'm not gonna On be side. the next like redneck comic you know it's not gonna
0: happen is that still happening? I'm, I'm sure it is. All those guys are, yeah, they're crushing. Sure What's yeah. his name? Um, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy.
1: I yeah. mean, he's like, I think Brian Regan's like the high, one of the highest grossing. Oh, really? All time, yeah. Sebastian is another one who I worship. So good.
0: Oh, yeah. So good.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Like, that sound is him
0: to me. Do you play colleges? I do, yeah. Yeah. They're tough. And, like, can you do the dirty stuff Oh, there? yeah. Oh, my God, really? beyond. Yeah. Really? I
1: even go dirtier because really? it's, like, they're so, like, oh, my God, like, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would think. like, Yeah. But I've only heard, like, how, like, politically correct everything is. Yeah, you
1: know, right. you do get in trouble. There's some things you can't do, and some colleges are really specific. They ask you not to ahead of time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But usually I'm like, who has weed? You know, like, right. I'll, I'll kind of push the envelope yeah. a little bit. I mean, also they're in college, you know. And yeah. But it is funny because I owe money to my college still. And then I'll go and make all this college money. And I'm like, I'm just putting you guys in debt.
0: <laughs>
1: it's the circle of life.
0: Do you play your college?
1: I've never played Emerson. They've asked me to come speak and then didn't want to pay me. I was like, but I owe you guys money. Can't you just like <laughs> just erase some it, just of just my take loans? Just knock yeah. it off your bill. Um, they have a stand-up major now at Emerson, which I wow. think is kind of embarrassing.
0: Yeah, that would, yeah. That would not.
1: Yeah. I just Not think it's such a, like, life thing that you have to sort of reach out on your own. It can't be given to you in that sense.
0: I also think, like, if you major in stand-up and you don't make it, like, that's kind of, that's embarrassing.
1: Well, it's, well a couple of the people who were really heavy into stand-up at Emerson are now very powerful agents. Right. A couple of ICM guys. Yeah. Um, And so they got to see that that part of it and the struggle of it and the kind sure. of the rhythm of the lifestyle. And so I think it's important to do that before yeah. you become an agent or a
0: manager. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Which by the way I love mine, so I'm glad you
0: connected with them. Of course. Yeah, yeah they've been great. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank so you fun for having me. You. I
1: just noticed this little flare. That's camo. great. Where uh, are I, your ankles? I can't.
0: I yeah, I usually end up with camo on most days.
1: Yeah. I like a fun saw. It's a habit. Us together, we're just like a jungle. Oh nice. I think this what is this, like a zebra or is this more of a
0: No, those are like paw prints.
1: No, it's like supposed to be like a
0: like an animal, oh, the, oh, it's like leopard, yeah, leopard, yeah, because zebras have weird. stripes.
1: This fucking guy thinks he knows everything, it's an educational show, it's crazy.
0: Today, we're learning about animals.
1: <laughs> Jade, she's never seen a zebra, <laughs> she doesn't know what it is, but she's cool otherwise,
0: yeah. That's our headline.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming, yeah, it's fun talking to you, yeah,
1: nice talking to you.
0: Um, how does everyone find you online?
1: Uh, at the Jade movie. Nice. Is my social media. And then I also have a website, my name, everything's on there. And then if they're watching, please watch Future Man. It's on Hulu right now. You can see it the whole second season. We're in. And the first season. And I'm on Those Who Can't on Monday, my episode comes out. What's that? It's a show on True TV about these three teachers who are like pieces of shit. It's oh, awesome. Cool. Those Who Can't teach. Yeah there are these three guys from um colorado they're like the they're all stand-ups mm. really really solid really cool good. yeah
0: we'll be watching yeah nice will we come back
1: of course but you have to have somebody to beatbox from the next
0: time so that was jade katapretta on rebel radio i hope you enjoyed it i know i did uh make sure you hit us with a review give us those little five stars on itunes You can leave us a comment on uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever. um, Everywhere you look, we're at Rebel Radio Net. And most importantly, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace.
1: Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleepwave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleepwave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.